0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace.
1: I love the straightforwardness and the simplicity that that he uses to teach.
0: His teachings are very simple for everybody to understand. If it hadn't been for this ministry, I don't know
1: where I would be.
0: And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our
1: Monday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today is the beginning of my second week teaching from this brand new book that I've got out, first time we've ever offered it, More Grace, More Favor. i tell you, this is powerful. I've really enjoyed this. And this teaching is just a foundational truth. I've been using these verses primarily out of 1 Peter chapter 5. Let me just go back over and read this in verse 5. It says, Likewise ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another. AND BE YE CLOTHED WITH HUMILITY, FOR GOD RESISTETH THE PROUD, BUT GIVETH GRACE TO THE HUMBLE. HUMBLE YOURSELVES, THEREFORE, UNDER THE MIGHTY HAND OF GOD, THAT HE MAY EXALT YOU IN DUE TIME, CASTING ALL OF YOUR CARE UPON HIM, BECAUSE HE CARES FOR YOU. THIS IS BASICALLY THE EXACT SAME THING THAT THE APOSTLE JAMES SAID OVER IN JAMES CHAPTER 4. LET ME READ THIS TO YOU OUT OF of THAT ACCOUNT. IT SAYS IN VERSE 4, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? NOW, I'M GOING TO GET ON DOWN INTO SOME OTHER VERSES THAT ARE EXACTLY THE SAME THING THAT WAS SAID OVER HERE IN FIRST PETER, BUT LET ME JUST EXPLAIN THIS, THAT SOME PEOPLE TAKE THIS AS SAYING THAT THE SPIRIT, OUR SPIRIT WITHIN US LUSTETH TO ENVY. THAT IS NOT WHAT THIS IS TALKING ABOUT. LET ME READ IT TO YOU OUT OF THE AMPLIFIED CLASSIC EDITION. IT SAYS, OR DO YOU SUPPOSE THAT THE SCRIPTURE IS SPEAKING TO NO PURPOSE THAT SAYS THE SPIRIT CAPITAL S, WHOM HE HAS CAUSED TO DWELL IN US YEARNS OVER US AND HE YEARNS FOR THE SPIRIT TO BE WELCOME WITH A JEALOUS LOVE. THIS ISN'T TALKING ABOUT OUR SPIRIT LUSTING TO ENVY. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT THAT THE HOLY SPIRIT LUST TO ENVY. NOW LUST IS A WORD THAT TODAY WE USE WITH NEARLY ALWAYS A NEGATIVE CONNOTATION TALKING ABOUT SOME KIND OF ILLICIT, UNGODLY, SEXUAL DESIRE. BUT THE WORD LUST IS JUST LITERALLY MEANS WHAT THE WORD MEANS IS A STRONG, PASSIONATE FEELING OR DESIRE. AND THIS ISN'T TALKING ABOUT IN A NEGATIVE WAY. MATTER OF FACT, IT SAYS, DO YOU THINK THAT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS IN VAIN? IT'S QUOTING AN OLD TESTAMENT SCRIPTURE. WHAT OLD TESTAMENT SCRIPTURE COULD THIS BE REFERRING TO? IF YOU GO LOOK UP IN ANY CONCORDANCE AND YOU LOOK UP ALL OF THE VERSES REFERENCED RIGHT HERE, it will all go back to the scriptures that say our God is a jealous God. It's not talking about our spirit. When you get born again, God takes that dead, corrupt spirit out of you and you don't have that demonic sin nature on the inside of you anymore. You've got a brand new nature. Now, I know some of you are thinking, well, wait a minute, I still got a lust for some things. It's not because your nature is that way anymore. It's because you haven't renewed your mind. YOUR MIND IS VERY SIMILAR TO A COMPUTER, AND IT WAS PROGRAMMED TO BE SELFISH. IT WAS PROGRAMMED TO THINK ONLY ABOUT YOURSELF. IT WAS PROGRAMMED TO ONLY LOOK AT THINGS FROM YOUR OWN SELFISH PERSPECTIVE. IT WAS PROGRAMMED TO JUST DO THINGS ON YOUR OWN AND ONLY TURN TO GOD WHEN YOU'RE IN ABSOLUTE DIRE STRAITS. IT WAS PROGRAMMED WRONG. AND YOU'RE GOING TO CONTINUE TO HAVE SOME OF THE SAME LUST AND DESIRES AND THINGS THAT YOU HAD BEFORE YOU GOT BORN AGAIN UNTIL you renew your mind. But anyway, that's a separate subject. This is talking about the Spirit. The Holy Spirit within us is jealous for us and He wants us to be totally sold out to God. Now, put that back with the verse that was right in front of it, that the friendship of this world is enmity or the enemy of God. He compares it to adultery. He says, you adulterers and adulteresses. Now, he's not talking just to people who have physically committed the act of adultery. He's talking to people who are born again, but they are friends of the world. That is like spiritual adultery. When you embrace the world's standards, and what I'm specifically focusing on is when you embrace this independent attitude, you do things your way and you only turn to God when you need help, but you don't... GIVE... YOU DON'T ACKNOWLEDGE HIM IN ALL OF YOUR WAYS. THAT'S WHAT THE BIBLE'S CALLING PRIDE. HUMILITY IS BEING ABSOLUTELY GOD-DEPENDENT IN EVERYTHING. AND WHEN YOU DON'T EMBRACE THESE GODLY PRINCIPLES, THE SCRIPTURE HERE IS SAYING YOU ARE LIKE A SPIRITUAL ADULTERER, and adulteress, AND THAT THE FRIENDSHIP OF THE WORLD IS ENMITY WITH GOD. YOU KNOW, IF YOU CAN BE AT HOME IN THIS WORLD, AND JUST EMBRACE EVERYTHING THAT'S GOING ON IN THIS WORLD. IF YOU see the THINGS THAT WE SEE HAPPENING IN OUR WORLD, IF THIS DOESN'T BOTHER YOU, SOMETHING'S WRONG WITH YOU. NOW, I'M NOT SAYING IT SHOULD BOTHER YOU TO THE POINT THAT IT MAKES YOU DEPRESSED OR DISCOURAGED BECAUSE YOU CAST YOUR CARE ABOUT IT OVER ON THE LORD, YOU KEEP YOUR MIND STAYED UPON THE LORD, AND HE KEEPS YOU IN PERFECT PEACE. BUT, I MEAN, IF YOU COULD... IF YOU CAN WATCH THE SAME PERVERSION AND EVIL AND UNGODLINESS THAT PEOPLE THAT DON'T KNOW THE LORD WATCH, AND YOU ENJOY THE SAME JUNK THAT THEY ENJOY. SOMETHING'S WRONG. THAT'S WHAT THESE VERSES ARE SAYING. AND THEN HE GOES ON TO SAY IN VERSE 6, BUT HE GIVETH MORE GRACE. SO HERE'S THIS NEGATIVE SITUATION TO WHERE CHRISTIANS ARE ACTUALLY OUT THERE ENJOYING THE UNGODLY AND ENJOYING THE EVIL AND THE PERVERSION AND ALL OF THE THINGS THAT ARE GOING ON TODAY. AND EVEN THOUGH YOU ARE BORN AGAIN, GOD JUST HATES THAT STUFF. He, if YOU'RE A FRIEND OF THE WORLD, YOU'RE THE ENEMY OF GOD, BUT HE GIVETH MORE GRACE. IN OTHER WORDS, GOD... THIS WON'T co- STOP GOD FROM LOVING YOU. IT GRIEVES HIM TO SEE US uh, EMBRACING THINGS THAT HE HATES, BUT GOD WILL GIVE MORE GRACE. IF HE CAN GIVE MORE GRACE, THEN HE CAN GIVE LESS GRACE. OR HE CANNOT GIVE EXTRA GRACE. THERE ARE varying AMOUNTS OF GRACE THAT GOD GIVES. AND AS I'VE BEEN READING FROM OVER IN First PETER CHAPTER 5, IT'S BASED ON HUMILITY. IF YOU HUMBLE YOURSELF UNDER THE MIGHTY HAND OF GOD, THAT'S WHEN HE GIVES YOU MORE GRACE. SO IN VERSE 6, HE GIVETH MORE GRACE, WHEREFORE HE SAITH, GOD RESISTETH THE PROUD, BUT GIVETH GRACE UNTO THE HUMBLE. THAT IS IDENTICAL TO WHAT'S BEING SAID OVER IN First PETER. IN VERSE 7, SUBMIT YOURSELVES THEREFORE TO GOD. RESIST THE DEVIL AND HE WILL FLEE FROM YOU. DRAW NIGH TO GOD AND HE WILL DRAW NIGH TO YOU. Cleanse YOUR HANDS, YOU SINNERS, AND PURIFY YOUR HEARTS, YOU DOUBLE-MINDED. SO THIS VERSE IS TALKING ABOUT HE GIVES MORE GRACE TO YOU. IF YOU WANT MORE GRACE, WELL THEN, PRAISE GOD, THE KEY TO IT IS HUMILITY. AND AGAIN, I'VE SAID THIS A NUMBER OF TIMES, BUT GRACE ISN'T ONLY Describing how we receive things In an unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor But grace is everything that God has Everything that He is Everything that He can do On an unearned, undeserved basis So if you want more grace If you need more power in your life You know, say for instance That healing exists And you've heard me give testimonies About how God has healed me And people that I've prayed for And you believe that BUT YOU AREN'T EXPERIENCING IT. YOU KNOW WHAT, YOU NEED MORE GRACE. YOU NEED MORE OF THE POWER OF GOD OPERATING IN YOUR LIFE. AND HOW DO YOU DO THAT? YOU HUMBLE YOURSELF. AND MAN, I COULD GIVE MANY APPLICATIONS OF THIS, BUT HERE'S JUST ONE SMALL APPLICATION. YOU KNOW, WHEN IT COMES TO HEALING, WHEN IT COMES TO HEALTH, I WOULD SAY THAT THE WORLD HAS BASICALLY BOILED IT DOWN TO THAT IT'S ALL ABOUT DIET AND EXERCISE. THEY TAKE THE SPIRITUAL COMPONENT OUT OF HEALTH COMPLETELY, AND YET THERE'S MANY SCRIPTURES. I MEAN, THERE'S DOZENS OF SCRIPTURES. JUST A FEW EXAMPLES ARE A MERRY HEART DOES GOOD LIKE A MEDICINE. HONOR YOUR FATHER AND MOTHER AND YOU'LL LIVE LONG. IF YOU DESIRE LIFE AND LONG DAYS, THEN YOU HONOR THE LORD OUT OF PSALMS CHAPTER 34. AND JUST ON AND ON, ALL OF THESE THINGS GO. THE SCRIPTURES SHOW THAT SPIRITUAL THINGS, I BELIEVE, ARE MORE IMPORTANT THAN JUST PHYSICAL THINGS. NOW, I'M NOT SAYING THAT EATING RIGHT AND EXERCISE ISN'T A PART OF YOUR HEALTH. AND THIS IS JUST ANDEOLOGY. AS FAR AS I KNOW, THE BIBLE DOESN'T PUT A PERCENTAGE ON IT, BUT ANDEOLOGY. I THINK that, THAT DIET AND EXERCISE, uh, TAKING CARE OF YOURSELF, IS PROBABLY 20 OR 30 PERCENT OF YOUR HEALTH. BUT DID YOU KNOW WHAT'S MORE IMPORTANT IS A MERRY HEART DOES GOOD LIKE A MEDICINE. IF YOU DON'T CAST YOUR CARE OVER ON THE LORD, IF YOU DON'T HUMBLE YOURSELF BY CASTING YOUR CARE OVER ON THE LORD AND YOU'RE LIVING UNDER STRESS, EVEN MEDICAL PEOPLE HAVE COME OUT AND SAYS THAT STRESS CAUSES YOUR IMMUNE SYSTEM TO NOT FUNCTION PROPERLY. IT ACTUALLY MAKES YOU SUSCEPTIBLE TO SICKNESS AND DISEASE. AND SO IF YOU'RE LIVING UNDER STRESS, IF YOU AREN'T CASTING YOUR CARE OVER ON THE LORD, DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT'S GOING TO AFFECT YOU PHYSICALLY AND IT'S GOING TO ALLOW THINGS TO COME IN? I ACTUALLY HAD AN EMPLOYEE ONE TIME THAT HIS BLOOD PRESSURE JUST WENT THROUGH THE ROOF, 200 OVER SOMETHING, AND I MEAN, HE WAS IN CRITICAL SHAPE. SO HE WENT TO THE DOCTOR. THE DOCTOR GAVE HIM ALL OF THIS STUFF. HE STARTED EATING THINGS. HE ATE SO MANY carrots THAT HE LITERALLY TURNED YELLOW. I mean, he just did everything to the extreme. He fixed this fish that smelled terrible. And one time I smelt that as I was passing his office and he was fixing lunch and I went in and said something and he says, you know, you need, you ought to take care of yourself. And he started preaching to me and he had gotten his blood pressure down to an acceptable level by these diet and things that he had been doing. And he he started preaching to me and he says, let me take your blood pressure. I'm going to show you. So he took my blood pressure and my blood pressure at that time was, I think, 118 over 78 or something like that. I mean, it was perfect. And he got so upset. He says, I'm eating all of this stuff. I'm doing all of these things. And here you are and you don't have high blood pressure. He says, I just can't understand it. And I told him, I said, one of the reasons is because I cast my care over on the Lord. I do not take care about things. You know what that is? That's humility. Most people wouldn't look at it this way, but to not operate independent, not take the weight and the care of everything upon yourself, but to cast it on the Lord. And then you do things, but you do it in response to what God tells you to do. You don't bear the burden of it. WHEN YOU LIVE LIKE THAT, IT'LL CAUSE PEACE TO COME. AND DO YOU KNOW WHAT? I BELIEVE THAT THAT'S BENEFICIAL TO YOUR HEALTH. A MERRY HEART DOES GOOD LIKE A MEDICINE, AND I GUARANTEE YOU, I REJOICE A LOT. I SPEND A LOT OF TIME PRAISING THE LORD. PRAISE IS ENEMY TO still. I MEAN, PRAISE IS STRENGTH TO still THE ENEMY AND THE AVENGER. PSALMS CHAPTER 8 WITH MATTHEW CHAPTER 21. I GOT AN ENTIRE TEACHING ON THAT. AND WHEN YOU SPEND A LOT OF TIME PRAISING GOD, MAN, PRAISE... IS HEALTHY FOR YOU. AND I KNOW SOME PEOPLE WATCHING THIS, AGAIN, YOU LOOK AT THINGS ONLY FROM A HUMAN STANDPOINT. YOU DON'T FACTOR GOD, SPIRITUAL THINGS INTO ANYTHING, AND YOU THINK THIS IS ABSOLUTELY CRAZY THAT SOMEBODY'S SITTING HERE TALKING ABOUT PRAISE AND BEING THANKFUL AND STUFF, being affecting YOUR HEALTH. THAT'S EXACTLY WHAT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS. THE SCRIPTURE ALSO SAYS THAT HONORING YOUR FATHER AND MOTHER WILL CAUSE YOU TO LIVE LONG ON THE LAND. AND THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE THAT JUST IGNORE THAT. And they are sitting here and they are... I I know people that eat nothing but twigs and berries. What I say is that's not food. That's what food eats. (laughs) I'm not against anybody that has these extreme diets, but I've got some of my friends that are on these extreme diets trying to lose weight. And it is important that you lose weight and that you take care of yourself. But you know what? Doing it by an extreme diet is not the way to do it because you can not You don't like it. You can't do that forever. And the moment you get off of it, I guarantee you, you're going to go right back to the things that caused it in the first place. Anyway, my point is, see, all of this is part of humility. What the Word says, you don't exalt your own desires. You don't sit here and just go by what it looks like. You know, when Adam and Eve were tempted, AFTER SATAN HAD ALREADY MADE HIS CASE, THEN THEY LOOKED AT THE TREE, THE FORBIDDEN TREE, AND THEY SAW THAT IT WAS PLEASANT TO THE EYES. WHAT DOES THAT HAVE TO DO WITH ANYTHING? IT WAS SATISFYING THEIR their DESIRES. THEY WERE BEGINNING TO START LIVING BY DESIRES INSTEAD OF BY WHAT GOD SAID. GOD HAD TOLD THEM, DON'T EAT OF THIS TREE, BUT NOW THEY WERE BEGINNING TO EXALT THEIR DESIRES. THERE ARE SO MANY PEOPLE THAT COME TO ME AND SAY, I KNOW THAT THE BIBLE TELLS ME NOT TO DO THIS, BUT I JUST CAN'T HELP IT. I I JUST DESIRE TO DO IT. YOU KNOW WHAT? THAT IS EVIL. THAT IS NOT HUMILITY. YOU ARE EXALTING YOUR DESIRES. YOU'RE SATISFYING YOUR BASIC DESIRES MORE THAN YOU ARE LOVING GOD. THAT'S WRONG. SO THEY SAW THAT THE TREE WAS TO BE DESIRED it, it was uh, pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. That's all self-promotion. Yes, it was disobedience, but it was also pride, exalting themselves, exalting their own wisdom. And I tell you, this is at the at the basis of all of our problems: is the fact that we just haven't yet yielded ourselves, humbled ourselves, and made ourselves completely dependent upon God. PRIDE IS THE OPPOSITE OF WHO GOD IS. JESUS SAID IN MATTHEW, CHAPTER 11, TAKE MY yoke UPON YOU AND LEARN OF ME, FOR I AM MEEK AND LOWLY IN HEART, AND YOU SHALL FIND REST UNTO YOUR SOULS. JESUS, GOD, IN THE FLESH, WAS MEEK. IF YOU AREN'T MEEK, THEN YOU AREN'T GODLY. GOD LOVES YOU, AND HE'LL GIVE MORE GRACE BUT I TELL YOU, IF YOU WANT TO ACCEPT THAT, YOU NEED TO HUMBLE YOURSELF. YOU NEED TO BE MEEK AND LOWLY LIKE JESUS. JESUS DIDN'T PROMOTE HIMSELF. YOU KNOW, I THINK THAT ONE OF THE GREATEST MOMENTS IN JESUS' MINISTRY WAS WHEN HE HAD THE PEOPLE COME AND uh, HE FED THE 5,000, AND BECAUSE OF IT, he, HE WENT OVER THE LAKE, AND THE NEXT DAY, THEY WENT AROUND THE LAKE THEY FOUND HIM. IT SAYS THAT THERE were AT LEAST 5,000 MEN AND THEY WANTED TO COME AND BY FORCE MAKE HIM KING. BUT HE KNEW THAT THE REASON THEY WERE uh, WANTING TO PROMOTE HIM WASN'T BECAUSE THEY TRULY LOVED HIM AND WERE COMMITTED TO HIM. IT WAS BECAUSE he, THEY SAW THE FOOD MULTIPLY. THEY SAW HIM AS THEIR CASH COW. THEY SAW HIM AS THE WAY OF JUST GETTING THEIR OWN NEEDS MEANT. And so because he knew that their heart wasn't right, he began to say some tough things to him. They said, show us another sign. Moses made manna come down out of heaven. He says, you, can you provide manna? See, again, they weren't worshiping him for who he was. It was for what he could do. It was all selfish and stuff. And so he says, I am the manna. THAT CAME DOWN FROM heaven. THAT WASN'T WHAT THEY WANTED. THEY WANTED TO SEE SOME PHYSICAL manna. THEY DIDN'T WANT HIM TO MAKE A COMPARISON AND AN ALLEGORY OUT OF IT. AND SO THEY BEGAN TO CRITICIZE HIM AND THEY SAID, WHAT ARE YOU TALKING ABOUT? HOW CAN WE EAT YOU? AND uh, HE SAYS, UNLESS YOU EAT ME, YOU HAVE NO LIFE IN YOU. AND THEY THOUGHT HE WAS TALKING ABOUT CANNIBALISM. DID YOU KNOW THAT MOST PREACHERS TODAY ARE SO PREACHING FOR THE APPROVAL OF PEOPLE SO THAT THEY CAN LOOK GOOD, SO THAT PEOPLE CAN TALK ABOUT HOW AWESOME THEY ARE. THEY AREN'T PREACHING TO HONOR THE LORD, BUT THEY'RE PREACHING TO uh, GET THE pat ON THE BACK AND THE ACCLAIM OF PEOPLE OR THEIR MONEY OR THEIR uh, SUPPORT OR WHATEVER IT IS. AND MOST PREACHERS, BECAUSE OF THAT, IF PEOPLE WERE TO MISUNDERSTAND WHAT THEY WERE SAYING AND SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER THINK THAT THEY WERE TALKING ABOUT CANNIBALISM, Most preachers would hurt themselves trying to backtrack and explain and say, oh, no, that's not what I was saying. Please let me explain this. You know what Jesus did when they thought he was talking about physically eating his flesh and drinking his blood? Instead of apologizing, he made it worse. He said, I'm telling you the truth. No man can... Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you do not have any life. And he didn't apologize, he didn't backtrack. He was speaking the truth, and if they didn't receive it, fine. And did you know because of that, it says right there in John chapter 6, I believe it is, that because of this, many left him and went back. AND DIDN'T FOLLOW HIM ANYMORE. THEY TURNED FROM A MOB THAT WAS GOING TO EXALT HIM AND MAKE HIM KING INTO A a MOB THAT REJECTED HIM AND LEFT HIM. AND INSTEAD OF HIM, YOU KNOW, SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER CRYING AND SAYING, OH, IT'S TERRIBLE. LOOK AT THE PEOPLE THAT LEFT. HE JUST TURNED AROUND TO HIS DISCIPLES. AND IN EFFECT, HE SAYS, THERE'S THE DOOR. IF YOU AREN'T PLEASED, YOU CAN LEAVE TOO. HE DID NOT DEFEND HIMSELF. HE DIDN'T PROMOTE HIMSELF. HE WAS DEPENDENT UPON HIS FATHER. HE SAID WHAT HIS FATHER TOLD HIM TO SAY. HE MADE THAT STATEMENT MANY TIMES. AND BECAUSE HE HAD REPRESENTED HIS FATHER CORRECTLY, HE DIDN'T CARE WHAT THE PEOPLE THOUGHT. I THINK THAT WAS ONE OF HIS GREATEST HOURS. I REALLY BELIEVE THAT THAT REVEALED THAT HE WAS NOT A MAN PLEASER. HE WAS NOT OUT TO APPEASE PEOPLE. HE WAS OUT TO GLORIFY HIS FATHER. AND I THINK THAT WAS ONE OF HIS GREATEST MOMENTS. MOST PEOPLE WOULD LOOK AT THAT AND THINK, WHAT A FAILURE. YOU KNOW, IF SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER I WAS PREACHING AND I HAD 5,000 PEOPLE THERE AND THEY GOT UPSET AT WHAT I SAID AND ALL 5,000 LEFT AND I TURNED TO MY STAFF AND SAID, WELL, DO YOU WANT TO LEAVE TOO? AND THEY SAID, WELL, WE KIND OF WANT TO, BUT WE DON'T KNOW ANYWHERE ELSE TO GO. I GUESS WE'LL STAY WITH YOU. If, if that was to happen to me, most people would talk about, man, did you hear what happened to Andrew? He, he used to draw a lot of people, but now, man, people, he had 5,000 people get up and leave. They'd look at it as a failure. I really believe that this was one of his greatest hours because he didn't pander to the people. He was secure. He was dependent upon God and not dependent upon people's approval. MAN, THAT'S POWERFUL. IF YOU ARE A PERSON THAT IS EASILY OFFENDED, SOMEBODY DOESN'T LIKE YOU AND BECAUSE OF IT, MAN, YOU JUST FALL APART. YOU JUST CAN'T HANDLE IT BECAUSE PEOPLE ARE REJECTING YOU. I'M SAYING THIS IN LOVE, BUT YOU ARE A VERY PROUD PERSON. YOU ARE PROMOTING YOURSELF. YOU KNOW, JESUS WENT ON TO TALK ABOUT HOW YOU HAVE TO DENY YOURSELF. YOU HAVE TO DIE TO YOURSELF. THAT UNLESS YOU DENY YOURSELF, YOU CAN'T REALLY HAVE RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. THERE'S A LOT OF APPLICATIONS YOU COULD MAKE, BUT WHAT I'M TALKING ABOUT RIGHT HERE APPLIES DIRECTLY TO THAT. THAT IF YOU WANT THE APPROVAL OF MEN, IF YOU HAVE TO HAVE THEIR ACCLAIM MORE THAN YOU HAVE GOD'S, THEN YOU AREN'T WALKING HUMBLY WITH GOD. YOU ARE LIMITING THE GRACE THAT WILL FLOW TOWARDS YOU. GOD RESISTS THE PROUD. And the only reason that we are devastated when people criticize us is because we are codependent upon them. We need their approval. We aren't totally dependent upon God. You are wanting your own, you're wanting your own press releases to be read and approved and you want everybody to look at you that way and stuff. Man, you just need to get, get over that. Pride is the opposite of what God's kingdom functions on. And if you operate in pride, you are going to be limiting God's ability in your life. It says in James chapter 4 verse 8, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. The way you draw nigh to God is to humble yourself. It says it, though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly, but the proud he knoweth afar off. That is from Psalms chapter 138, verse 6. He knows the proud afar off. Now, again, this doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. It doesn't mean that God changes in his attitude towards you. But God doesn't like pride. You know, I have a lot of people that work for me and to the best of my ability. I love all of my employees. I'm not against any of them. I'D LIKE TO SEE everyone ONE OF them PROSPER. BUT WHEN IT COMES TIME TO PROMOTE PEOPLE, I AM NOT GOING TO PROMOTE PEOPLE WITH A BAD ATTITUDE. BECAUSE IF YOU PROMOTE IT, WELL, THEN YOU'RE PROMOTING THAT BAD ATTITUDE AND IT WORKS LIKE AN INFECTION AND IT JUST SPREADS. I THINK THAT THAT'S THE WAY THAT GOD LOOKS AT US. GOD LOVES ALL OF US, BUT HE'S NOT GOING TO PROMOTE. HE'S NOT GOING TO INCREASE YOUR INFLUENCE AND INCREASE HIS GRACE TOWARDS YOU WHEN YOU'RE OPERATING IN PRIDE BECAUSE THAT IS ANATHEMA to God. He does not like that. The proud, he knows afar off. Do you want God to be near and close to you, or do you want him to be far off? I, th- I think everyone would say, We want to be close. Well, the proud, he knows afar off. We need to humble ourselves and draw nigh to God. Again, let me advertise this book. This is a brand new teaching. More grace, more favor. AND I BELIEVE THAT THIS WOULD BE A BLESSING TO YOU. WE'RE OFFERING THIS FOR A GIFT OF ANY AMOUNT. WE ALSO HAVE CD'S AND DVD'S. AND IF YOU GET ANY OF THOSE PRODUCTS, YOU CAN ALSO REQUEST THIS LITTLE BOOKLET ON SELF-CENTEREDNESS, THE SOURCE OF ALL GRIEF. I GUARANTEE YOU THIS WILL BECOME SOMETHING THAT CHANGES YOUR LIFE. LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER
0: AS HE GIVES THIS INFORMATION. And PLEASE CALL OR WRITE TODAY. Andrew's teaching, More Grace, More Favor, is available as a brand new book or as a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website or you can get the More Grace, More Favor package, which includes the book and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $50, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for just $35. Also today, Andrew has a bonus offer. You can request the Self-Centeredness, The Source of All Grief booklet for free when you order either the book CD, or DVD album from Andrew's new teaching, More Grace, More Favor. The free booklet is limited to one free per household and is only available in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these teachings. We want to say a special thank you to the grace partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or you can call our helpline 24 hours a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of September, join Andrew in Woodland Park for the Identity in Christ Conference with guest speaker, Pastor Dwayne Sheriff. Then, Andrew will be speaking in Woodbridge, Virginia at the Voice of the Apostles event. In October, Andrew will be speaking in Colorado Springs. Next, come join Andrew in Woodland Park for our annual Ministers Conference. Then, he'll be speaking in Budapest, Hungary for a Grace and Faith Conference. Also in October, Andrew will be hosting the Andrew Womack Ministries European Ministers Conference in Walsall, England. Guest speakers at this event are Paul Milligan, Billy Epperhart, and Bob Yandian. Lastly in October, Andrew will be hosting a Grace and Faith Conference in Wienendal, Netherlands. And in November, come to Woodland Park for the annual Women Arise Conference. Speakers at this event include Tracy Asia, Karen Conrad, Sue Nutman, and Audrey Mack. Please note, Andrew will not be speaking at this event. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net.
1: I wanna let you know that our phone center has expanded our hours to where it's 24 hours a day, Monday through Friday. And we receive about 40,000 calls a month. The majority of those are prayer calls. We are seeing awesome things happen. We've seen uh, people raised from the dead by relatives that called in and asked us to pray with them. We've seen miracles of healing. We are seeing God touch people's hearts, change people's hearts. And uh, you know, the devil doesn't just fight you during the work hours, it's 24 hours a day. So we're open 24 hours a day, five days a week, 719 635. 1111. The information will be on your screen, but I encourage you to call and take advantage of not only the products that we're offering, but we have some of the best prayer ministers on the
0: planet. And now it's 24 hours a day, five days a week. If you'd like to receive prayer, Andrew Wamek Ministries is here for you. Call our helpline at 719-635-1111, 24 hours a day, five days a week. Prayer ministers are standing by.